Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome, one and all, to the Courtside Heat podcast. And we are alongside the man of the hour, the expert, the servant, the dribbling fool, Josh. Josh, how are you today, pal? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. And first and foremost, for those of you that have been listening to our podcast, you know we went on a brief hiatus. Hey, life happens. We're going to get into a better flow. We know we got tons to talk about, and uh, we're going to jump right into it. So sorry for that. Um, if you're just catching us for the very first time, we got lots of great stuff in the archives, both with SoundCloud. At this point, it may be on iTunes. It may not. It'll be on the website, courtsideheat.com. It'll be on all the social media stuff. We'll go all through that. But we have a lot to catch up with in a very short period of time. Josh, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Look, before we jump into the news and the notes of everything, you know, from the bubble to the playoffs to head coaches, potential free agencies and everything that's going on, just know this. You don't have to go and be annoyed by endless commercials on Espen.com. Come on over to courtsideheat.com. You get up to the minute scores and informations on current games. You got the best in short stories plus long form stories that you simply won't find anywhere else. Courtsideheat.com. It's got all of your information. We're Courtside Heat on Twitter. We're Courtside Heat NBA on Instagram. Yes. And Courtside Heat on Facebook. Yeah. And we're Courtside Heat on Parlor. We rule Parlor. There's nobody that does basketball on Parlor quite like we do. It's very, very cool. So, guys, we're going to jump into it. Um, yeah, we got a lot of news and notes from around the league, right? We want to touch on, you know, a lot of the awards that have been given out to date. Uh, we want to talk about some, some injury news. Uh, we want to talk about, uh, is Kawhi chasing history? Question mark, question mark. Uh, Giannis, what's the deal with him? Uh, and then John Thompson uh, and, and all of that kind of good stuff. So uh, do you want to lead off? you want me to lead off with John Thompson? I think you should lead off John Thompson. Yeah, for those of you that have been living under a rock or, or maybe you're a millennial and, and younger, uh, John Thompson uh, the former coach of the Georgetown Hoyas was, you know, that's really when college basketball was something pretty special. Uh, back then, there was something called the Big East Conference. And you had Georgetown, you had St. John's, you had Pitt, you had Villanova, you had Providence, you had Seton Hall. And man, and I know I'm forgetting some, but man, those were some of the best college basketball rivalries you know, across the country, but really in the Northeast. And and those teams, if you think about some of the guys that John Thompson coached and mentored, uh, you know, obviously you're going to start with Patrick Ewing, right? Won a title with Patrick Ewing. And then that, that what was it, 19, whatever it was, against Raleigh Massimino and the Villanova Wildcats. They did small ball, keep away. Hard to believe, you know, that that great, vaunted uh, Georgetown team, I think that was with, uh, gosh, man, yeah, but John Thompson was special. So not only did he have Patrick Ewing, 
He had Alonzo Mourning. He had Dikembe Mutombo. He had this this kid that nobody wanted to touch. Uh, he had this, this basketball player who got into a fight at a bowling alley, um, picked up a chair, cracked some dude over the coconut with it, and then and he was just tops, toxic. And that guy was Allen Iverson. And, boy, Big John Thompson, uh, just, you know, some of those special matchups against um, Lou Carnesecca and St. John's, when St. John's had Chris Mullen, right, Walter Berry, uh, and then the battles against Jim Beheim and, and Syracuse with, uh, with uh, gosh, Billy Owens and Derek Coleman and Ronnie Cycli and, Man, it was just, it was special. John Thompson was, um, he was a cultural figure. Uh, he was, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to call John Thompson a social justice warrior. John Thompson would have been a combination of Barack Obama and Donald Trump. Uh, you know, he spoke his mind. He was passionate about African-American men. He was passionate about the family unit. He was passionate about giving people a chance. He was just an amazing basketball coach. As you guys all know, his son, John Thompson III, um, also coached there for a little while. And now, you know, following in Big John footsteps, Patrick Ewing, obviously the head coach of the Georgetown Hoyas. But, man, those those Georgetown Hoya teams, Josh here is a little bit young to remember those teams and, and those guys and that coach. But, man... A big East basketball, you just you wanted to just strangle John Thompson. Being a lifelong Pitt Panther fan, I mean, I can remember uh, the Hoyas coming in. We had uh, Jerome Lane, Charles Smith, Sean Miller, the coach down at the uh, uh, Arizona University. Um, we had uh, Jason Matthews, Darren, uh, Darren Morningstar, who played for the Boston Celtics. Uh, we just we just could never get over that hump. It was just a bad time to be in the Big East Conference with Georgetown, Syracuse, and, and St. John's. Uh, even Providence, right? I mean, Providence with a young Rick Pitino started his head coaching career there with a scrappy point guard that led him to the Final Four during those uh, John Thompson years, a young Billy Donovan of Oklahoma uh, City. Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City. Yeah, the head coach at Oklahoma City. So, yeah, man, it, it, good stuff. And if you have a chance, go over to the Google machine, type in YouTubler, put in Georgetown Hoyas 1980, John Thompson, Georgetown Hoyas, and relive some basketball. That's why I'm wearing a T-shirt underneath your jersey. Patrick Ewing made that very cool. He did it because he sweated like a big... Uh, but then once you, you kind of saw those guys doing it, you kind of did it. So, yeah, I mean, John Thompson, great guy, amazing coach. It's going to be missed. He was doing a lot of coverage on Westwood One for the NCAA tournament. I don't know if he would have been broadcasting this year's Final Four and the road to the national title. But because the NCAA is packed with a pack of weenies, uh, they went ahead and, and canceled all of that. And, you know, so, but yeah, uh, John Thompson. You know, uh, Godspeed. So, yeah, let's jump around the league a little bit. And uh, topic number two, topic du jour. What is one that you want to touch on, young Joshua? Um, you want to talk about Steve Nash? Yeah, let's cover Steve Nash. Go for it. Okay, so yeah, as we've heard the past few days, 
The Nets were looking for someone, and then boom, Steve Nash gets hired by the Nets. Some criticize this, some like the idea. Personally, for me, I love this idea because Steve Nash, as we already know, had a relationship with Kevin Durant when he was with the Warriors. I think this is amazing because he can work with Kyrie, can work with KD, and he can relate to these guys as a shooter. Yeah, I mean, no, no doubt about it. I mean, uh, Steve Nash was a great point guard uh, at Dallas, uh, at Phoenix. Forget the end of the career at the Lakers. That was just a salary dump by the Suns. They couldn't believe the Lakers were going to take him. He was hurt. But point guards, you know, do well. Uh, point guards do very well. Now, typically, MVP players do not do well as coaches. Larry Bird being the exception. Larry Bird was an amazing coach for the Pacers. Um, but Magic Johnson was an absolute disaster with the Lakers uh, that, that when he had coached. Typically, players have a difficult time going from an elite MVP talent player, going to being a coach, trying to get these guys to do what it is they want them to do, right? It's typically, you know, a former NBA player, I mean, obviously Phil Jackson, everybody knows Phil Jackson, Nate McMillan, Clyde Drexler, he was an okay coach, right? I believe he was the coach when the Rockets won their title. Makes no difference to me either way, right? Cotton Fitzsimmons played, or not Cotton, uh, Paul Westfall played, rather. Um, so we've had a lot of guys, I think Tyron Lue played, Tyron Lue's a little bit overrated. Look at him to possibly become either the Pelicans or, or 76ers his head coach for some reason. We'll, we'll touch on that. Um, we'll see with Tim Duncan. You know, he's doing it in different ways. He's, he's starting out on Popovich's staff. Um, there was a lot of buzz that maybe Popovich was going to go over to the Nets. But I think what, what you said, Josh, is, is 100% spot on. It's that connection with KD uh, over there at Golden State. When Nash was, uh, you know, kind of a, a special consultant over there, and look, you know, there's going to be, you know, social justice warriors like Stephen A. Smith that are spouting off really crappy opinions. But you know what? The truth of the matter is, if not him, then who? I think this is going to open the door for Chauncey Billups, who I think is was a wonderful floor general. Uh, a lot of people remember him with his time with the Celtics uh, and the Pistons. Uh, but I think Chaun Chauncey Billups is going to be a fantastic head coach. Be on the lookout for him, possibly, with New Orleans as well. Uh, but look, you know, what, what are we supposed to do? Give Alvin Gentry his, you know, his fourth job? You know, I don't know. I, the, the, the challenge of it is I think they wanted Jay Wright from Villanova, right? Rising, so. Yeah, but, you know, Jay Wright has it made over there at Villanova. He's won a couple national titles, been there a really long time. They're paying him a lot of money. I know they talked about him going to the 76ers. There was even a little scuttlebutt about him going to Brooklyn as well. Look, just like anything else, who knows? Who knows if this is going to translate? You know, I don't know. But I hope that, I'm hoping really what I'm hoping is, is that this opens up opportunities for other former NBA. Look at Jerry Stackhouse. I think Jerry Stackhouse is going to be an amazing head coach one day. Um... I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the 76ers kick the tires on him. I think, I think Jerry Stackhouse has all the makings to be a great head coach. So look, I mean, gosh, everything's got to be a black-white thing. I don't think that's the case. I think Steve Nash comes from a pedigree of winning. He's always won. 
he he's under that kind of that Steve Kerr learning tree, which I think helps. So uh, kudos to him. I think he's going to do a fantastic job. And I think we're going to be kind of off and running. And uh, before we jump into awards, because I'm going to have Josh break down the awards for you guys, um, i got to remind you, the store is humming right now. Between what's happening at courtsideheat.com slash store and the Macari store for Courtside Heat, uh, you can look for all the various links to Macari at twitter.com forward slash Courtside Heat. I mean, we're getting new stuff in literally every day from entire sets to hard to find to 80s cards to today's cards to NBA figures statues we even got vintage space jams on there we got book we got a lot of really really cool stuff so look we're coming into the holidays and the holidays is here it's going to be on us before you know it we're, we're staring down the barrel to christmas like nobody else's business the time to buy the stuff for your sports loving basketball loving person in your life is right now so, let it on us, big boy. Do you want to talk about the awards to date? Do you want to talk about maybe a little MVP action? Talk to me, Goose. What do you want to do? I think right now we should talk about the awards to date right now. All right. Go ahead. Okay, so right now Giannis won the Defense Player of the Year Award. Now, that to me should have been won by Anthony Davis because... Anthony Davis showed it more, and we all know Giannis will be winning MVP. And Anthony Davis been having more blocks, been playing better defense in the paint. And I just think he should have won. Now, this one does not surprise me. Nick Nurse winning the uh, Head Coach of the Year award. I think he did a tremendous job without Kawhi Leonard because everybody was... Uh, hanging on the Raptors, saying they wouldn't be able to do it without Kawhi. They had a better record without Kawhi. They're getting through the Celtics series right now. And I think this is the perfect choice to have him as um, Coach of the Year. Okay, then this was a landslide. John Morant won the Rookie of the Year award. Like, when we say a landslide, he won 99 out of the 100 votes. Zion got one vote. That should tell you something. He was making an impact on um, through the NBA bubble and before the NBA bubble. Tremendous player. Yeah. So let, let's put a pin in that for just one second. And I know we got others, but let's let's talk about let's talk about this. You know, look, I, I think the reality of what twenty twenty is is there's an asterisk. I mean, look, uh, you know, Giannis won Defensive Player of the Year award. Uh, you thought it should be Anthony Davis. But neither of these two guys played 82 games. We don't know how their bodies were going to hold up for 82 games. Uh, Nick Nurse, look, um, here's the thing. I thought, quite honestly, that award should go to Billy Donovan. And here's why. Um, that, that whole team has been stripped. Right, you got Chris Paul and Chris Paul, right? 
And we may have, he, he was coming in, we have, they had no idea what type of Chris Paul they're going to have. Was he going to be injured? Was he going to be motivated? Is he going to care? You know all of that. And it was something like 2.7% chance prior to the start of the season of the Thunder actually making the playoffs. And they took the Rockets to seven games. I don't know, man. I mean, I understand Nick Nurse. I think that's based upon what he did last year. Uh, the East is weak. The East is weak. Uh, Miami's okay. Philadelphia is either overrated or underperforming. I, I don't know which one it is. Brad Stevens gets no love. I, I don't understand that at all. Brad Stevens, to me, is probably um, in the top three, if not the top two best coaches in the NBA. Uh, but he just he doesn't get any love. The, the, the Knicks barely have a coach long enough to get a name play. Right, so... I think the East was really weak. What you had to look at with Billy Donovan out West was it's the West, right? I mean, it's the West. And and his teams were going up against a lot of really good teams this year. I thought he did more with less. That's just my personal opinion. John Morant, look, it's the Memphis Grizzlies. So um, I, I hate to say this for a great young player, but the truth of the matter is he will be irrelevant for as long as he's been on Memphis. Memphis is irrelevant. They just are, and and that's a shame. Uh, I, I just I just don't see it there. So I just wanted to give you my two cents on that. All right, go ahead. What was uh, what was the other one that's happened today? Uh, the other one would have been the sixth man of the year award, which went to Montrez Harold. Yeah, Montrez Harold isn't that that bum that started some stuff with uh, Luca? Uh, is he on the Clippers? Montrezl. Uh, no, that was Marcus Morris. No, nah, was I'm not thinking of Marquise Morris. Now he tramped on Lucas' ankle. He's an idiot. But anyway, keep going. Well, who's Harold? Uh, the Clippers. He's... So I just asked you. You said no. Oh, I thought we were talking about someone. Get your head out of your Josh. Let's come go. On, come on. Yeah, I think this idiot. This is the moron that that started some stuff with Luca. We'll just kind of leave that where it be. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then for the most improved player award, we got Brandon Ingram of the Pelicans. Yeah, I like that one. Look, you know, uh, obviously a Duke guy comes out of the Shushevsky system, uh, gets drafted high, goes to the Lakers. Um, you know, I never really uh, – they should have stuck with, with Luke Walton, but that's a, a discussion for another day, right? Um, uh, Brandon Ingram is interesting. I'm not sure what type of Brandon Ingram you're going to get because the centerpiece of the team – is going to be Zion, although, and we'll talk about this in the rumor and innuendo section, uh, there is a possibility of a Zion for Giannis trade, sign and trade. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Brandon Ingram still getting into his body. I think you know. I think the reality of it is uh, he's figuring it out. But is is he going to have the same sort of production? Uh, once uh, you know Zion comes back for the six games that he'll probably play next year, uh, you know who knows. So I like Brandon Ingram. I don't know who else it would have been because again, how can you be most improved? You know, playing six games. Well, now hold on. We had Bam on Bio. You gotta remember him. Oh, I remember him. I just don't care. We gotta remember Bam on Bio is having a great year. He's having a great year. He's better than last season. Now and I do. So was I. <laughs> <laughs> he find the season. Oh, okay. But yeah, I would rather take Ingram or uh, Bayou, but both were really well. 
Yeah. No, both solid players. Really different players. You know, Brandon Ingram, he's going to he's gonna have a more perimeter game to – I mean, I don't know what his body's going to be, so we're going to kind of find out there. So, yeah, that's the awards to date, but we still got one big award left, right? Oh, uh, yes, we do, and that's the MVP. Mm-hmm. Lay it on. Oh, but this is real. Okay, so we all know the top three finalists was James Harden, Giannis, and LeBron. But here's the truth of the matter: um, uh, Harden isn't really in this conversation between Giannis and LeBron. And I think Giannis is gonna win it. Yeah, it's been talked about all seasons about him winning it. But is it? But is it concerning that he has his ankle injury? And he hasn't been playing at full speed, it seems like, throughout this whole pause series. Well, first of all, the MVP is supposed to be a regular season award. And asterisks again, right? They didn't play a full season. Hmm. I still think Giannis gets it because he does more with less. You know, again, uh, who's the next guy up? Chris Middleton? Oh, great. Hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, Chris Middleton came through the other night. Uh, blah, 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 when Giannis went down, and that's fine. But, you know, the truth of the matter is, um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I still don't think LeBron was the best player on his team. Now, in year 17, look at the way LeBron's playing. 17 years. 17! 17 years in. Uh, you almost forget that when it comes to LeBron. Uh, so that's, that's amazing to be able to perform at this level. To be in this conversation with people coming into the league or guys like Kawhi, like AD, like Lufa, Luca, Lufa, <laughs> Luca, we'll see what Przingis, you know, turns himself into being, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, and Giannis and here, 17th season and people arguing if he's the league MVP, like him or don't like him, you know, uh, you know, whatever, but 17 seasons and this guy's still balling like it's year two man it's 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 kind of crazy yeah i mean so that's a season mvp but we got a little something something happening with possibly the finals mvp oh yeah okay so what i've been waiting for is Kawhi liner chasing history if Kawhi Leonard wins the NBA Finals MVP this season, then he'll be one of the free players to have to have um, free Finals MVPs on different teams. That will be something that nobody has ever done because both Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James have only won two Finals MVPs awards. Wait, wait, wait. What two teams did Kareem do it with? Okay, one with the Lakers. Yeah, that's the easy one. Oh, then Celtics? No? That is the most ridiculous thing ever, expert. When he was Luau Sindor, before he changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he was drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks uh, and won his MVP there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Kawhi wins it here, what would be the three teams? Um... I think the three teams would be putting Josh on the spot. I don't know this why is I'm your a... expert, folks. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a brain break. Oh. I'll give you the easiest one, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, it's, yeah it's the Toronto Raptors. And then obviously he'd win it with the Clippers. 
Yeah. What's the one that you don't know? Dead in the Spurs. Very good. The San Antonio Spurs. Very good. Uh Very good. The other two players would have been Robert Orley and John Sally. A lot of people forget about John Sally, but the spider, John Sally, he was... uh, he was straight beast, man. He was, yeah, he was cool. I like John Sally. He, uh, yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He actually uh, had a little reemergence. People got to see his personality with uh, the Jordan thing. So, yeah, right on with that. Right on with that, man. All right. What, what, what are you thinking? I mean, I don't know. I still think I still think the Clippers are the best team in LA. So it'll be. I think it'll be pretty interesting. So, uh, before we jump into news and notes, because we're going to talk about injuries. You know, we're going to talk about Giannis. We're going to talk about Jokic uh, and all of that. But, uh, you know, just because we touched on the Chris Paul topic, um, yeah, can you believe the Atlanta Hawks traded Chris Paul? That, yeah. that is insane. Yeah, it just, it's, yeah, anyway. The, the Atlanta Hawks are the worst drafting team in the history of the NBA. I can actually go back. They traded somebody for Raymond Felton. I'm trying to remember who, who. Maybe that was the year. Maybe that was year. Yeah, Chris Paul should have been in Atlanta. Hall. But, but anyway, you know, kudos to Chris Paul, man. So here's a veteran. And as I mentioned before, this team was left for dead. They were on the scrap heap of... Um, you know, the bottom third of the league. Billy Donovan did an amazing job, and Chris Paul did an amazing job. Billy Donovan, kudos for employing the three-point guard or the three-guard system. Again, I think that's why he's the coach of the year, because he took a look at what he had, and he said, look, i, I got to develop these guys too, because Chris Paul, this is a contract year. So where does he go? What does he do? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go somewhere? I, I don't know. Nobody knows. Um, so, I, I mean, it'll be a pretty interesting but. Uh, yeah, Chris Paul had an amazing, amazing, amazing year. Uh, so uh, it'll, it'll be really interesting in the development that he was able to give those two other dudes on the uh, on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, pretty. That was a really cool year. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, he's not going to go to Brooklyn. He's not going to go to New York. I'd love to have him at the Phoenix Suns, to be totally honest with you, uh, because at least Devin Booker moves. I mean, if you remember, that's why it didn't work in Houston. Harden refused to move. I mean, Harden was Harden's just difficult to play with, right? And so it made Chris's Paul deal just, you know, Chris Paul's deal just so much harder. But the year that he had, and then his his wins over replacement when Harden was out. When they were in Houston, it was just ridiculous. And I think sometimes people forget how great Chris Paul has been, how interesting it would have been. Was it the last year, the year before he got hurt with the ankle injury before Game Seven or whatever? What? But look, I mean, Chris Paul's real deal. I've been super excited to see where he goes next year. Wouldn't even surprise me. Real point guard going to Golden State. I have no idea. I really don't. He could also go out to LA. Right, so now LA doesn't have to give up assets. Uh, if he goes to Lakers, you have Chris Paul, you got his bunny, Le- uh, buddy LeBron, and AD. Man, the West just got even, even harder. So kudos to Chris Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just, uh, just amazing stuff. And so there is that. All right, big man, give him, uh, give him the injury report, news and notes, and uh, we'll get out of here on predictions. Sure to go wrong. 
And uh, actually, before you do, guys, don't forget, courtsideheat.com forward slash store. Uh, new stuff going on every day, and stuff is moving fast. We've uh, What did we sell recently? Jimmy Butler cards? Yeah, we sold Jimmy Butler cards. We sold a Kyra Irving Funko Pop. We sold... What else did we sell? Oh, we, uh, we also got Victor Old Depot. Yeah. What else have we sold? I know we sold some Jordan stuff before and, and all that. Every once in a while, he had a Patrick Mahomes rookie uh, from his time at Texas Tech. Uh, so we kind of squeezed that on there. We have a couple things and, and all of that. So, yeah. But uh, later on, what, what's some of the stuff that have gone? Then we also sold Damian Lillard cards. A couple Damian Lillard yeah. right? Yeah. Then we sold a Donovan Mitchell card. Yeah. A, sh a rookie Shaq card. Rookie Shaq card was sick. Oh, my. That was awesome. We sold a few prisms in there. Yeah, guys. So this, this is not going to kill your budget. It's not going to just... Look, is the Zion card expensive? Of course it is. But we got a PSA-graded R.J. Barrett card. Be out in front of this thing. This guy's going to be a stud. You buy the card before he's a stud. Not after. Right? So if you come on here this time next year and the Knicks are in the playoffs and R.J. Barrett averaged 26 points, 8 assists, and 3 rebounds, now you're going to pay three times of what that card is actually going on there now. Look, the, the thing about buying cards, right, not the figures, but the cards is you're speculating going ahead of the curve and cards are making a serious comeback. And we can actually do that in a podcast coming up. Just talking about good cards versus bad cards, different things like that. So, But anyway, courtsideheat.com forward slash store. All the stuff that you need. Uh, really, really good stuff over there, guys. But let's get in there. Let's go to the medical. MASH 4077. Who's in? Who's out? Who's hot? Who's not? Go! Okay. So right now, Jokic has been cleared to play tonight against the Clippers. And tonight, just for a point of reference, depending upon when you're listening to this, Labor Day. <laughs> right, because people could be catching this like on Thursday. Oh yeah, and like Jokic. What, what are they talking about? Oh yeah, I think I actually saw a cool um, fact today. This will be the first time in NBA history where games are actually played on Labor Day or something like that. They have to. Oh yeah, because the bubble. But yeah, I, the bubble could be the stupidest thing ever. You have nobody with the Chinese virus in the NFL, and these guys are smashing their heads against each other. But the poor, precious snowflakes have to be in a bubble down in Orlando. So pretty much, pretty much. Go ahead, keep going. Okay. So, yeah, so Jokic suffered a right, um, a right wrist injury last game. But medic, um, but medics did clear him, so he is good to go tonight. Is that from gunning? Because every time he gets the ball, he just shoots. Yeah, he just shoots okay. all just, day Just curious. Sorry, go ahead. But, yeah, so... The Nuggets will have one of their key players here tonight against the um, dominant Clippers. So be on the lookout to see how he plays. And then the second injury that took the NBA world by storm was where Giannis injures his right ankle, but then re-injures his right ankle. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. You know what I mean? Um, as of right now. They don't have any indication if he's going to be uh, able to go for Game 5. So it'll be up to uh, Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe and, and the Lopez brothers. And who knows, maybe they cobble another win together. be kind of cool, actually. But, yeah, so coming up on the schedule, the top three matchups to look up for. And who's winning? Predictions, show to go. Whoa!
you. Okay, so the first matchup will be the Rockets and the Lakers on Tuesday. I'm taking the Rockets. Are you taking that because you don't like the Lakers? You want them to lose? Yes, because okay. I'm very biased. All right. <laughs> also on Tuesday, we got uh, the Buckets versus the Heat. I'm taking the Bucks all day long. All right. Congratulations, Eric Spolstra, on your victory. Then we have Clippers versus the McNuggets. I'm taking the Clippers all day long. Woo! Look at Denver. you got a big W coming up for you on Wednesday. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool stuff. Also, the other thing we want to touch on real quick, because we are kind of like draft uh, draft nicks, and we love the draft. Sometimes the uh, uh, the free agency trades and more draft and the draft is more interesting than the actual NBA itself. Uh, but for you guys that don't know, this was the results of the NBA draft. Uh, T Wolves are picking one. Uh, the Golden State Warriors too. Wait a minute, where did uh, D'Angelo Russell go? Ah, uh, was it in um, Nets? No. no, 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 no. He came from the Nets to that. To the oh, he went to the Timberwolves. That's right. Yeah, then we got the Charlotte Hornets, the Chicago Bulls, right? Who cares? Cleveland Cavaliers. Who'd ever thought that, right? Cleveland Cavaliers picking six. The Hawks. Uh, would be interesting with it. Uh, pair up with Trey. Detroit Pistons, New York Knicks, Washington Wizards, and your Phoenix Suns rounding out the top ten. Who cares about 11, 12, 13, and 14? Here's the interesting thing about this year's uh, draft. Uh, nobody cares. Um, no. Look, um, this one, this is a really hard draft to assess, right? Because uh, you, you would see the guys through the ACC, SEC, Big Ten tournaments, that kind of that cream rising on the top, out of the Pac-10 and all of these different places. Then the guys would put on a show and kind of solidify their spot. Going through the NCAA tournament, we didn't have that this year. It's going to be super difficult. I think uh, I think the top three uh, are going to be fine, right? We're going to have to deal with another ball. And congratulations to somebody in the ball family, smart enough not to sign with uh, Big Baller Brand, um, with uh, Dipstick, um, who was probably going to be the best of them all going with Puma, but when you look at the Wizards, if you look at Detroit at 7, Knicks at 8, Wizards at 9, Suns at 10, man, that is tough. That is, that, that's just tough picking this year, uh, because you got the kid from Memphis, you got Ball, and then uh, you got the kid from Georgia, and then you better have a really good scouting and drafting department. Uh, what do you see as far as the draft? Did they announce a date for that yet? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about that, but okay, this might come a shocker, but here we go. I believe the Timberwolves are going to take James Wiseman with the first pick. I really do. He's been speculated to go with the first, third, some, all these, but I really do think the Timberwolves are going to sneak him in. Actually, I just went to the Google machine, Josh, and they're actually having the draft uh, October 16th, oh. 2020. They're actually going to do it at the Barclays Center, or the Barclays Center in Jersey, the home of uh, the Nets. So, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, look, Larry Wiseman is a beast, man. Um, it would have been really a lot of fun to see what he did at Memphis, playing under Penny Hardaway, right? There's a guy, right? Great NBA point guard, had some had some bad knees, did a lot of great things with Shaq, um, was out of the league for a little bit, got the head coaching job at Memphis. Now, there's a guy right there, that uh, who could be? I don't know why you'd want to be an NBA coach, uh, but if that if that was a dream of yours, I think Penny Hardaway would be absolutely amazing as things go because you're teaching less about ball and just managing personalities. But um, 
It's going to be a hard draft this year. It's going to be a really hard draft. Uh, obviously, there was no there was no Vegas camp. I don't know if they're going to try to do a modified version of that. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. So it's going to be really interesting. I, I care because the Phoenix Suns at ten. I don't I don't know who you pick. I really don't because um, this draft is super 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 difficult uh, as things go. So anything else on your noodle? Um, come to mind for the first time. I don't have anything coming to my mind. Yeah. All right. Listen, guys. Again, we we could have went back in time. We could have talked about. You know, all the games, the Game 7s and all that we missed out on, but kind of starting fresh. We want you to get consistent, right? So we're going to record every Sunday. We're going to be dropping this thing Monday morning. Uh, that way it makes your work week a little bit more manageable for sure. Social media is where it's happening, guys. A lot of that conversation, IG stories, IGTV, uh, videos, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Be on there. Become connected. The conversation is a lot of fun, man. There's a lot of fun, a lot of fun conversations out there. Be a part of that. Also, subscribe to the website. Uh, I know we got a bunch of people in there. We're going to start getting people, uh, you know, uh, once a week mailers about like insider tips, uh, different things happening in the NBA, in college, things that you don't have time to look up on your own. We're going to find that information. We're going to make it a part of the email. Get that at courtsideheat.com. You'll have a little pop up. Just put in your info, a good email address, not your throwaway one, turkeys, and we'll be in good shape. And as always, I can't say it enough uh, because here's what's going to happen. You buttheads, come Black Friday. Well, the Jordan card's going to be sold. The figurines. No, the figurines are sold. Don't wait. Listen to me. Don't wait. What did I say? Don't wait. What are you going to do? Not wait. You got everything that you want on there. Hardwood classic, starting lineups, mint, PSA graded, all this other kind of stuff. Cards. We're even sprinkling in some other sports outside of basketball on there. Really, really cool stuff. Courtsideheat.com forward slash store. You can also go to Macari. Just look up Courtside Heat. Go to Twitter. You'll see the links for Macari out there. Outside of that, I think it's about that time. I think so too. Any last words? Are you sure? Um, I'm pretty sure. All right, guys. Until next time, the main event. We're going to see if Josh and his predictions sure to go wrong. Did he live up to the hype? Or is he just a chump? We're going to see you next week. Same bad time. Same bad place. Same bad channel. We love you guys. God bless. Be well. We'll see you on the other side.